Hey, everybody. I'm Chad Eckert, and this is the First Look Pod I do each and every Monday morning. This one's for the Northern Trust. We're running out of time here. We got a couple weeks left on the season before it's the Tour Championship, and it's over. Uh, we will be um, taking a hiatus for the fall. Uh, probably do some content just because I'm, you know, I like that. But my wife's pregnant, got a kid. I mean, my third due in October. So we're going to take a little bit easy fall. Uh, Joe and I are going to be live tonight on the Preferred Lines podcast with a guest. The PGA tout. So join us live on the Internet either the Preferred Lines YouTube page or on Twitter for that. Uh, if you want to uh, have access to some statistics, um, sign up for FanshareSports.com. This promo code is scrolling across the bottom. It is Fantasy Golf Pod, one word, for 20% off a membership at that site. I didn't even ask them if uh, it applies to the NFL, but that's a different section of the site. Both... Uh, very beneficial and helpful to having successful DFS lineups. All right, so just uh, go sign up for fanshareSports.com and tell uh, tell them that we sent you. Okay, here's what we do: we go live, we share the screen, and we show the names. I have not really looked. I, I mean, I looked at the field. I uh, made a couple bets this morning, and um, now this is the first time I'm looking at the DraftKings pricing. So we'll just react to that. Let's bring that up here onto the screen. I'm on YouTube, and I'll be on iTunes later. If you want to like and subscribe, that'd be great. Uh, very helpful. At the tippity-tip top, are you shocked to see the betting favorite at 8-1? to one? It's now here, John Rahm on the DraftKings pricing at $11,500. John Rahm is not alone above 11000 There's two names in the 11K range. Dustin Johnson, the defending Northern Trust champion, barnstormed this event last year was 30 under par dustin was and beat harris english now dustin johnson at eleven thousand dollars hmm i don't know but rom at 11.5 i mean he's playing the best golf ever this i've seen has the um a rank a rating strength of field of the best tournament you can get outside of the players and all the majors. So we're going to have – this is a tough field. It's no cut event. is going to uh, allow the cream to rise to the top. And so that could be John Rahm. That could be DJ. They're both at $11,000. There's names, five of them in the 10K range. Look at this. Justin – oh, no. Jordan Spieth, 10-8. Xander Shoffley, 10-6. Morikawa, 10-4. Kepka, 10-2. McElroy, $10,000. Okay, you know, there's strategies to building a lineup in a no-cut, strong field playoff event. You have to use some of these names, but maybe you don't. Maybe you can get away with it, especially the first leg of the playoffs. The first event of three here in the playoffs, we're going to maybe have people that uh, warm up, ramp up. Maybe you uh, are able to take some of the names that are in the 9 and the 8K range, and you can be more confident in those this week. As we get closer towards the end, where it turns from you know 125 to 75, 70 or whatever, down to 30 t- players, it could be where you do kind of have to take the top of the range. So, either way, you got a lot of names here. You got 10, 8, Jordan Spieth, okay, Xander, 10, 6 off the gold medal and off of um, 
he did okay, I guess, at the WGC. It wasn't awesome. I mean, Morikawa, Brooks, Rory. I really can't say anything bad about any of these names. The truth is, is that Morikawa at 10-4 is probably underpriced compared to the betting market where Morikawa is up there with the Rom and the DJ and the Spieth. So, yeah, you could you could maybe make the excuse that or the uh, case that Morikawa could be in the 11K range as well. But he's 10-4, whatever. You don't even need to talk about these names. Everybody knows Brooks likes majors and big events, so maybe he'll show up at 10-2's decent number. You got Rory McIlroy at 10,000. But the 9K range, let's go there and let's see at the top of that range is Justin Thomas. Now, this is the first look pod. I'm here uh, live on the internet and talking about the names, going through them as I see them. I haven't looked at the board, but here we are. We're looking at Justin Thomas at $9,800. But he hasn't been good. I mean, he's something's up with JT, and so we're not seeing him up there with the rest of the best names. So there you go. You got Bryson as well. Now, why is Bryson 9-6? He won a Northern Trust just a couple years did he win it at this course? I think he may have won it at this course. So whatever. He likes Liberty National or whatever. Is that where we are? I'll have to look into it a little bit further. None of that stuff really matters. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. And so we'll let all those people that are the, quote, experts of the industry write all those long-winded articles, and then we'll just skim them real fast, maybe read about two seconds of that gigantic long-length article no one needs. And then we'll just take the names that they say and we'll take the little highlights from the top and then we'll just, that'll be about the research we need. Uh, but whatever, why not Bryson? I like Bryson. I like Hovland too. I had the house on Hovland just at the WGC and he was awful. I mean, these guys go from awful to great in a heartbeat. I mean, we had Adam Scott almost win the tournament yesterday. It was bad for a while. We thought maybe his career was over. I mean, it happens all the time. So whatever, Hovland could show up and do fine. I don't know if you need, you know, I think this is more of just a well-rounded individual golfer that you need here. You don't necessarily need to be a bomber for any reason. So I think you need a guy that's a ball striker. Ball striker, now I've been doing the narrative lineups each week, and I pick a narrative lineup that includes all ball strikers, guys that are just known for being better ball strikers, which, you know, it's kind of a shitty way to say, like, they're just good at golf and don't putt well or maybe something like that or like not really good around the greens, but they're more just really good from driver and uh, iron play. Either way, Hovland applies for that. Bryce applies for that. They're in this range. You could get a guy like Answer, who's coming off of the win at the WGC, snuck away with that since Sam Burns couldn't make a five-foot putt, for fuck's sake. But Answer, 9-4. He's ahead of Scheffler, Cantlay, Berger, Matsuyama, which – Okay, uh, I know he just won the WGC, but I mean, my goodness, why is he ahead of Scheffler, Cantlay, and Berger and Matsuyama? I'm not sure. So I don't know. Maybe answer will be overlooked, and maybe you'll get a little bit of hey, why not use answer at nine four if nobody else is? However, I will prefer the names below him at ninety three hundred dollars, Scotty Scheffler, and ninety two hundred dollars Cantlay. I've already seen some love for Berger, Hideki Matsuyama. Now it wasn't great last week kind of just played through, uh, you know, going from the Olympics to the WGC and then just played that shitty event last week that no one cared about. So then he kind of was bad. He, I don't even, did he make the cut? He missed the cut. So at $11,000 last week, the top price guy, Hideki not making the cut. Now he's down to $9,000. People forget that at the WGC, he was hitting the ball the best I've ever seen a person hit since Tiger Woods. He was like 14 strokes tee to green or something like that. So 
and he could have won the door the or the uh, WGC that putt like literally hung on the edge. So I mean, Matsuyama at nine thousand dollars. Like I don't know, would you go all in on that? Probably. So that's why I'm saying you don't maybe need to reach up to the DJs and the end of the uh, ROMs. Maybe you just kind of pepper this eight K ranges. Uh, let's go down to the 8K range. This isn't meant to be a long thing. We're just trying to get an idea, get the bearings, and then go out there and try to, you know, mull it over, swish it around in the brain, uh, start to accept some things for what they are. And we're accepting that Webb Simpson is playing good golf again. We saw him at his home tournament, the Wyndham Championship, the Webb's Wyndham. Now, he didn't win. He had a double bogey on the first hole of the tournament, and that cost him a spot in the playoff. So, I mean, ultimately, he could have just parred that and been in the playoff or would have won, I think, actually. Did he finish runner-up or fifth, seventh? I don't know. Either way, Webb Simpson's good at golf. He's $8,900, and maybe he fits the narrative for playing well here. Uh, Harris English playing great golf. Call Casey, one of my favorite plays of the week, playing awesome statistically and just having a great all-around year, I think, well, he won on the Euro Tour. We know that. He's played really well in the majors, and we've seen him kind of do things in different ways. So I like Paul Casey's game for the Northern Trust and for a no-cut event, and I think that driving distance off the tee and having accuracy as well as maybe having that veteran savvy that, you know what, I think he's kind of due for a win, honestly. So Paul Casey's in my head as somebody that I'm thinking shortlist for the house bet this week at $8,700. I like it a lot. I also always play Patrick Reed at $8,600. Did he win a Northern Trust? I think he's won a Northern Trust. Either way, Patrick Reed, good at golf. Um, Cameron Smith, also good at golf. He's there at 8.5. You got Adam Scott getting all the way up to $8,400 for Adam Scott, who showed up last week, and he's back being good. Who knows? It's what they do. We don't know how much they're practicing or how they are performing in their, you know, home, their coaches. I don't know anything about these golfers. So that's why you just got to go with like, well, he's Adam Scott. He's historically good. He's like whatever he was last night or last week, $7,400. And he's like not even owned. I don't even. So that's kind of like you scratch your head. You just go, I'll just take that. Corey Connors at $8,300. He'll pop some in some models, but I'm afraid, though, that Corey's popping in the models based on statistics that happened in, like, April, May, June, July, August. That's four months ago. So, I mean, can he show up and be really good at golf? Sure. But don't take the stats that are in the models that are popping Corey Connors from months ago and uh, apply them to this week now. That's the same with $8,200 Tony Finau. He is not popping in the models anymore, but we're coming to a course that, you know, it's considered hard. It's considered uh, the cream rises to the top. DraftKings scoring's at a premium. He's not going to have the pressure of worrying about making the cut. We know Tony Finau at $8,200 loves bent grass. This is a bent grass course. So maybe you take Tony Finau at $8,200. This seems like a good price. This is a good DraftKings place under the price of a roster spot. 100% Tony Finau this week. Another name. He's like 60 to 1. Come on. We've seen Tony Fino have the most top tens of anybody on planet Earth for the last five years. So why not top 10 Tony finally break through with a win at the Northern Trust? Here we go. It kind of fits the course for him. Maybe we haven't seen him perform that well. So he's a little motivated to show up and grind and push himself through this playoffs. What about Neiman at $8,100 and Burns also in the $8,000 range? 
I, I mean, again, I, I don't know. I think maybe you just do the historically good names that we know. Webb Simpson, Paul Casey, Adam Scott, Tony Fino. Go with that. All right, 7K range. you got $7,900 Kevin Kisner coming off of the win in the playoff. The Heat outlasted six names to win the Wyndham Championship, and he's now $7,900. Does his game fit the course? I don't know. Fitzpatrick's good at golf, 79 as well. Sung JM, $7,800. We have Hatton and Kokrak. You got Poulter. This is where it starts to drop off because you give Hatton and Kokrak. Kokrak's rolling a couple times this year. Hatton's top 25 in the world. We got, uh, then it kind of gets a little dicey where you're like, okay, Poulter's, Harmon's, Garcia, they're at 7776. Henley, broken putter Henley, choked away the win yesterday at $7,600. You got Horschel, too. I could go back to the. Henley, maybe even Kevin Nas, seventy five hundred dollars. He was right there. Somebody I had money on last week. He's runner up now twice in the last month. So Kevin Nas, seventy five hundred dollars. I think he fits the course. Shane Lowry is also seventy five. You got Keegan Bradley, ball striking Bradley's here. Jason Day, haven't seen him for a second or two, but he's at seventy four hundred dollars. See Woo Kim, seventy four. Bubba, seventy four. Kevin Strelman. Hmm? Any interest? $7,400 Struman, who should have been in the playoff, but bogeyed the 18th hole yesterday at the Wyndham. So Struman's playing good golf. Cameron Champ won it a couple weeks ago for us on the house bet. He's at $7,300. Will Munoz show up? It's not Bermuda, so maybe not. Tringali, 73. Phil Mickelson, 73. This is so fun when all of the names are really good names, have come off of major wins or other kind of wins or have won the Genesis this season, have been runner-up this season, have won an offshoot. Uh, did he win the Barracuda or Bermuda or Brennan Grace? Didn't he win something? What about Griot? Griot's playing good golf. He's at $7,200. He's ahead of Leishman and Sink. Sink's won twice this year. Johnny Vegas, ball striking Vegas. He's here at $7,100. That's somebody that I could consider as my last guy in on the roster. I haven't been clicking a lot of Johnny Vegas, and so I've – you know, kind of, I saw him rise and I did, I, you know, do you trust Johnny Vegas? It's hard to trust him, but it's $7,100. I mean, shit, you could definitely have that as your last guy in and get some DraftKings scoring out of Vegas who bombs it around the place playing decently. What about Wolf at $7,100? Kind of off of that, Ryan Palmer, $7,100. Hey, if it's Rom course, could be Palmer course because we know those two correlate. Seamus Powers at $7,000. I gave him $7,000 for power. That's crazy. So that's when it drops off. You got Power and Cameron Davis and Woodland. I can't get Woodland right. I don't know when he's going to be good or bad. So I'm off of Woodland, but he's at $7,000. Charlie Hoffman had a great season. He ends the 7K range. I mean, we're talking about every single name, uh, which maybe we'll do that tonight on the Preferred Lines podcast. You can join us live on Twitter. You can do the you know chatting in the side. Have some fun with us later. All right, let's go to the 6K range, and then we can get out of here and we can start thinking about it. Charles Schwartzel was awful last week. He's at $6,900. Lee Westwood, runner-up twice this summer, but also bad uh, recently. So he's at $6,900. Norrin's okay. Can't figure him out. Ortiz and McNeely. Roger Sloan, hey, he was in the playoff. He had a chance to basically win this thing a couple times yesterday. The Wyndham. So Sloan, do we go back to Sloan at $6,800? Garrick Higo, basically uh, Tiger Woods of winning percentage so far in his career. I mean, shit. Guy won. He wins all the time, Garrett Higo. So can you go to him at $6,800? We thought Taylor Gooch at $6,800 won the Wyndham. He was basically 700 through five holes or something crazy to start the week last week, but was bad. And then did he 
you missed the cut, I think. So it's like, Lord have mercy. Those birdie fests are insane. That's uh, Brendan Todd was good last week, but does he fit this course? Maybe. I don't know. Chris Kirk, cash game Kirk. He's down here at $6,800. Mackenzie Hughes can get hot with the putter. Breaking news. I'm not. No. EVR. I don't know. He won. He was okay last week. So whatever. Go back to him. Maybe at 67. Pat Perez. Lucas Glover won the tournament three weeks ago. Harold Varno the third. He did well at the Northern Trust when he was here. Did he? I don't know. But I remember, hey, well, look, you know, what do we know about Harold Varney? He's kind of a ball striker. And what do we want here? Maybe we want a ball striker. Maybe we want some guy that hits it pretty long off the tee, but not a bomber per se. So he's not going to get himself to too much trouble. And then he can take that ball when it lands in the fairway and he can put it close enough to give himself birdie opportunities. So we want guys like that. Maybe that's Varner. Maybe that's Hadwin. Zach Johnson's $6,600. Joel Damon's down here. Snedeker. God, Snedeker, you little punk. C.T. Pan, Merritt, and Wise, and Kazire, and Wallace. Anything stand out to you? Brian Stewart's playing good golf lately. K.H. Lee led the field in the Wyndham Championship in Teed Green, so why not go back to K.H. Lee? He's had a really good season. He's won. Uh, when was that? A couple months ago or a month ago? Uh, K.H. Lee at $6,500. I mean, why not? Poston, Fertelli, Straka, Liz, Kuchar. Kuchar's shown up a couple times recently, so that's kind of interesting to me. Is Kuchar going to be okay? Kucher could pull the mat, the Adam Scott, and find himself like in contention randomly. Because Kucher, well, you know what Kucher's going to do is Kucher's going to win a couple times this fall at those uh, resort courses. He loves doing that, so maybe he's just getting hot just in time to go beat up on some shit fields and start playing better golf. Kyle Stanley at sixty four hundred dollars. Shank, God, Shank was just really good, and I don't know. And Chez ruined everybody last week. Norlander quit. What happened to Norlander? He quit before the tournament started. He's here. Garnett's here. Oh, my gosh. Lebiota, they just said, nope, is back to being bad again. He's withdrawn and missed a cut after a string of top five. So we can't have him any price higher than $6,300. So you got Hank Lebiota, $6,300. That's going to tempt some people. Lanto Griffin's down here at $6,300. Is he good anymore? I thought he was good, but he's not. Maybe. I don't know. I have to look into that. What about Doug Gim? He was good for a minute. Neesmith plays good with his iron. Doc Redmond's down here. Hagee, Clark, Chesson Hadley, the hole-in-one guy. This guy's living on house money with uh, 62 yesterday to be the 125 guy and get in the field by the hair of his chinny-chin-chin off of a bogey from Justin Rose. So Chesson Hadley at $6,100. Consider that, maybe. Otherwise, I don't know. Putnam was good two weeks ago at that uh, stable for an event. Sam Ryder, we've seen pop. but Can you get Sam Ryder right? I can't. I always try. It's $6,000. Maybe I'll give it a, sh a shot this week. There you go. Yeah, there you have it. Should we put together a lineup? I mean, I'm sorry. This has been longer than I thought it would be. But I like talking about every single name. We're at the playoffs. The playoffs! So we got to get into this. got to have some fun here. I mean, I'm going to put Johnny Vegas as my last guy in, like we mentioned. Okay, okay. Who else do we like? We could go back to Kevin Na. We could go back to Russell Henley. We could try out Tony. I said Tony, right? We're going to go 100% Tony. Tony's like a lock. What about Paul Casey? He's a lock, and that leaves me with 10-9. Okay, so I can have Spieth, I can have Xander, no-cut Xander. Are you kidding me? Why would you not go with no-cut King Xander Shoffley? Hmm? All right, there you go. Hey, thank you for watching, liking, and subscribing, rating, and reviewing, and doing all those things. I appreciate you guys. Oh, someone is in here chatting. Alex Hack. Hey, I love the show. I watch it every week. Hey, thank you. 
I appreciate that. You're one of a few people who do. So I uh, appreciate everyone who does tune in weekly. You can tune in tonight to the Preferred Lines podcast and see me and Joe Idoni talk to PGA Tout, who told everybody to bet Kevin Kisner, and then Kevin Kisner won. So we want to ask him, why did he think that, and how did he know that? Either way, thanks for watching. See you guys later. Peace. Out.